You're listening to the Board Game Snobs podcast, a ridiculous podcast with ridiculous hosts that discuss ridiculous things. And any mention of board games is purely coincidental. And so, without further ado, and with a heavy dollop of shame and embarrassment on my part, I give you the Board Game Snobs. Starting this for the second time, intro go! Oh, okay. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs. This is Enrique. This is Jerry. This is Gabby. I like how you pointed the full fingered, all five fingered towards the person. Full finger point. First down. That's what we like here. Send mm. us an email, boardgamesnobs at gmail.com if you have any issues that you'd like to discuss on this podcast. And we're going to discuss Werewolf and the social deduction game therein and the. So, and the uh, the psychology that goes into it. I like that. I Actually, gotta, I'm just going to quote what I heard on a TikTok. Oh, do it then. Actually, I'm not going to quote it. I'm going to play it. I wish you. No, you don't. I've got. I'm going to play somebody it. else's. I'm not stealing it. You are. You're I will. Okay. Well, I'll say who the at is. Okay. Go. go. Okay. Hold on. TikTok. Are you a 14 year old girl? Uh, 13. Four, yeah, right. and I, I said it's a reel from Instagram. Is that better? Oh, please. Are you a thought? Okay. And he says, have you heard of the game Mafia? Have you had any yes. thoughts yourself? Okay. A game called Werewolf. No. Oh, Werewolf. Everyone gets a piece of paper. It's either oh, got nice. Villager written on it, but two have the word Werewolf. Someone runs the game to make sure no one's cheating, and they go, okay, it's nighttime, everyone close your eyes. Werewolves choose someone to kill, and the werewolves go. They say, okay, everyone close your eyes, it's morning time, open them again. During the night, Francis was killed. There's then a conversation, and this is where it gets interesting, mm. between all the villagers and the two werewolves, over who the werewolves are. Then at the end of the day, the, the villagers have to decide who they're going to kill. And they say, well, we're going to kill Constantine. <laughs> it's revealed by the person running the game, I'm afraid Constantine was a villager. And the game continues. Mm-hmm. The villagers win the game if they kill both werewolves. Mm-hmm. The werewolves win the game if they kill all but two villagers. And the werewolves usually win. The game was invented by a student of sociology in Russia who wanted to prove his thesis that an uninformed majority will always lose a battle of information against an informed minority. So that wow. just shows when you have hidden information, you can completely manipulate a large group of people. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Irish man. So that's, I don't know what. Was he Irish or Scottish? I don't know what he was. And Enrique couldn't hear him because he doesn't have earphones. Was but. he a werewolf? It basically, the whole point of this belabored point is that a hidden major, a minority with information can overcome a majority yes. that's ignorant, which that's not profound. But anyways, what's the point? Is that what you want to discuss? I'm sorry. Well, you act like it's not a thing, but this guy, no, Mafia, it is a thing. also known as Werewolf, is a Russian social deduction game created by Dmitry Davidoff in 1986. And of course, the game has taken on uh, various iterations, variations. Take me on. But I do find an issue with, of course, and they also go into people that play together this game all the time as a 
group, group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can alter the outcomes based on the sheer fact that I now know how you play. Right. So just the fact that there's an informed minority versus, I mean, I think they were going for a bigger thing of whatever government's political stuff, but the sheer fact that an informed minority can defeat an uninformed majority is not true because I mean, I I would, to to me, I don't, of course they have statistics and everything, but for the most part, it's pretty close. But whether you, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm having trouble following you. You don't think that it's true that an informed minority can consistently or for the vast majority of the time defeat an uninformed majority? Well, I'm talking about the game specifically. Oh, okay. Yes. Because, I mean, if that's the point they're trying to prove with this game, the part of this game that I don't like. Okay, go ahead. Is the sheer randomness of the first several rounds and it's like where you have no idea unless you're a a according and then then they do go into they like try to help people learn how to read body language and knowing your friends and knowing their body language and tales and all this type of stuff i mean you can go into deeper stuff with it i've played this game with my wife with i've played this game with very close friends and i can tell you exactly how each of them plays and I can tell you every time they're a mafia or werewolf, if you want to call it whatever, it doesn't matter. It's the exact same game. I could not tell you. My wife was the, we played this game a month ago. My wife was a mafia. I always doubt. I always wonder, is she a mafia? But I don't, she does not give me any tales any different than when she is not a mafia. Right. Then I played the game with uh, Deej of uh, some of our RPGs of Star Wars back in the day on this podcast. His wife, Charsela, she's just quiet. The entire game, every game, no matter what, a quiet person. If she's mafia, you will never know because she doesn't say anything in any of the games. And I, that's, that's my, I, and I've come on this podcast before praising mafia, which I do. It's a wonderful game, especially if you're completely unfamiliar with it. It can blow your mind as to this is how a a game can be. This is fun, especially when you're just used to Monopoly and the such. Mafia is wonderful, but I I, I find issue with the informed majority, uninformed minority, or whatever it is, informed, uninformed majority, informed minority. I get that. I know what they're saying. Like the two mafia, they know who they are. And if you start adding other roles in there, like the detective or the doctor, especially the detective who can figure out who the mafia are, that does change the game. Right. But if you're playing straight up mafia versus villagers, I don't think that's fair because the villagers can randomly say, we don't know who it is. Point to you, Enrique, who happens to be mafia. You've given us no signs that you are. We just need to vote somebody else out this round. That's the aspect of the game I don't like. I think some games have done a better job of manipulating that those odds like uh, Murder in Hong Kong, where you have the different roles. You have the person that can't say something, that can't imply anything, but they can try to manipulate things towards making you realize who may or may not be guilty. That's what I like. I the straight up mafia versus villagers, I don't like that. And even at that, it can be super random. 
my point was, uh, it's just a, I was thinking of specifically DJ's wife, Charisola. Mm-hmm. She's just super quiet. Whether she's mafia or not, she's a quiet person. Basically, no one ever suspects her. I think the problem with this game is the more vocal you are, even just like Survivor, the, the show on CBS, the more outgoing and leadership type of role you try, may, it's just your personality. So you may naturally assume this role of leader. You put yourself in the target. You put yourself in the crosshairs of, we got to get this person out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the way with Mafia. Whether or not that person is mafiosa or not, you don't know. I think it's just more of a, these are the types of personalities we need to get out because they can control the game if we don't. What exactly is your point? I don't think that this guy was saying like, this is informed minority. Right. So like, okay, the mafia is informed in the fact that they know who the mafia is. Okay. But that doesn't prevent me from randomly choosing a mafioso and just voting them out. Okay. So, but statistically, you're, 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 okay. Nothing prevents you from guessing the lottery numbers, right? Correct. But the chances of you doing so are astronomical. Yes. The chances of you guessing the werewolf are always going to be lower. Thus, the informed minority will always have the advantage over an uninformed majority. Plain and simple. No matter what your anecdotal experiences tell you. And it could be that you have a group of 12 people and your 12 people have always, as the humans Mm -hmm. against the werewolves, have won consistently. That is a rare occasion in comparison to the actual numbers. Well, that's why I'm thinking this game, what this game is not a good basis for what they're trying to prove with this point. It is a great, it's it's the, it is because for me in this game, what it boils down to is I'm going to vote out the more vocal people. Okay. Unless there's someone outwardly outwardly looking suspicious which i don't know what like uh, you know their eyes darting back and forth yeah, or but, what but that that doesn't that's you though you are not the majority you realize that that statement that you just made is naturally goes against the majority of thinking most people will vote out the person who is not talking okay so that leads to my other that leads to my other portion mm-hmm. so i could you are correct so one of the things my wife likes when we play Mafia. My wife. She enjoys it because if you have people that aren't vocal, the game is dead. Yes. If you have people that don't like try to get people talking and going back and forth and pointing fingers, mm-hmm. basically, when we're playing this game with people I'm comfortable with, mm-hmm. I'm one of those. Mm-hmm. You would be one of those. Right. Bubba is one of those. Right. You get people that are like, we've played this game. We know what's going on. This is how we do it. You look suspicious. we got to start somewhere. We're starting with you, everybody. Let's go to Enrique. Let's get right, it. Right, like, right, you're right. Getting, you're, you're using basically, for lack of a better term, your charisma to get people behind you to vote someone out. Okay. But that's not informed. It's literally just a guessing game and hoping that Whoa. the person that's charismatic at this point, that's why if there's a Jerry, if there's a Bubba, you vote them out first because if they are a mafia and they're charismatic, 
You got to get them out. But statistically, well, they may not. They're they, they they statistically. And if I was the mayor, but your minority. point is, is that your wife is what you're saying is, is that it requires people to be talking. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. What type of game is this? It's a social deduction. What social? Social. Right. So can you have a conversation with nobody talking? No. So thus, it, it, it requires it to be anyway. social. So yes, it is a game that unlike a common Euro game that is non-interactive, sit there and do your own one-player game, we'll figure out the score at the end. It is dependent on the social aspect of it. And that social aspect can go either way. There has not been a social game that I have ever played. And mind you, I don't think you've ever played Werewolf with anybody but people you know. Me and Enrique probably have a unique experience from that because we go yeah. to conventions. I played uh, Two Rooms in a Boom at BGG. But but actual social deduction werewolf games we have played with people we don't know. And those have been some of the funnest games uh, we've ever experienced. Me, if me and Jerry were to play and we were the minority, I could be the, the silent, not talkative yes. person and he can be the outspoken person. Mm-hmm. So therefore... And it works against you. Yes, because yes. then if they just want a target, yeah, they Jerry could use that, use that, and just point at me. And so the whole thing is, is that every social game I'm ever in, I am even from from Den of Wolves to Mafia to Werewolf to, to Two Rooms in the Boom, I am always a subject of suspicion, right? Because most people don't pick up on the fact that I am neurologically diverse. I have weird movements, and if I am not a hundred percent on my game, I look suspicious and every. I can't walk into a bank. Well, like well, that's what I'm saying. Like and because so, you're so awkward. Every, thank you for that. <laughs> Everybody sees this and goes, "This guy's because right." It doesn't lend to the this person's calm. No, I'm not calm. I I, I appear to be in distress. So because of that, it's obvious that I'm. So every game I play, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. And there are some people that naturally you 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 navigate towards to being suspicious, even though you have no evidence, which is why the informed minority will will statistically always beat the uninformed majority because it, it, it's it's defense on football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the f- offense knows what play is going on. The defense doesn't. And they guess. Their turnover, I mean, like, it is that thing. The uninformed minority of what are we going, the informed minority is going to press up against that and go against it. You, you by lacking knowledge, are at a disadvantage. Uh, so, like, if Jerry is, uh, let's say I'm calm and collected. And, which you're not. Uh, which I'm not. But it, let's say if you I You are, was, actually. If I was. You're calm, but you have never collected and I anything but dust. And That's then, true. And mind you, me and Jerry are on teams. We are the minority. We are the informed minority. So therefore, if Jerry, I, if Jerry was wildly just common things that you wouldn't trust in a person, and he outs me, I'm going to have him out me because then I'm all ba- these I'm about to out you. All those weird, quir- quirky, whatever that would make him suspicious. Would then be nullified be because if if, targeted if we you. ever play Den of Wolves and I'm a wolf, I guarantee I will lay I will lay money down. This man will catch me. But if the reverse was true, if we play Den of Wolves and he's a wolf, 
I would never suspect him because of this simple, the simple sociological phenomenon that happens when you are a person who trusts somebody and can pick up on tales. Enrique would just do his thing and I would never pick up on it because he is so awkward Mm -hmm. that any mistake that he would make, I would perceive it as such and not intentional. Whereas Enrique would look at me and go, anything that I'm doing that's at least bit deviant, he's on me. We had that happen on our last Den of Wolves game. Something happened. I made a mistake. He almost hung me out to dry. And he came to me and said, I, if you're a wolf, you're doing a great job. But he suspected it just based on one minor issue. And so there is that social dynamic that comes from this game. But your point being, Gabi, is that you think that you, you're, I, I, here's what I'm going to, I'll throw this out there. You tell me if I'm wrong. You feel like the game doesn't meet that expectation that this TikTok person, which you're a grown man, you shouldn't be on TikTok. Um, it's a real. It's a real, whatever. I don't know what that is. Is that like a YouTube short? Uh, you yeah, don't know. Like, I know what a YouTube short is. It's the same thing. They're all the That's same. That's why I go to get my red pill. <laughs> am I red pilled? I, I don't, don't know. know. Or blue pilled? I don't know what I am. I don't know what, I don't no know what these terms even I don't know mean. what you're talking about. Is you, that Matrix related? It is. Okay. You have the red pill. I forget which one's the bad one. Okay. Well, I don't, no. there's no the bad. Red, if you're blue. The real life is the bad one. Blue pill is you oh, stay the in the Matrix. Is tough. The red pill is you're an alpha, I think you're an alpha male. Oh, yeah, baby. You have to start wearing white t-shirts everywhere, you, even outside. If you take when the blue take pill, both? you are definitely not alpha male. No, if you take the blue pill. Well, I don't know what it is. Well, if I'm I take the joking. blue and the red, would that make me the mega and the alpha? You're purple. <laughs> it makes you a Teletubby. <laughs> That's what it does. You're Tinky Winky. Um, there's some parents somewhere laughing really hard at that joke. I like the Teletubbies back in the day. He was uh, really weird. They, they had were very, on their They were kind of like unsettling. Well, they they, they didn't. They, they had weird stuff on them. <laughs> Did you like it? was t- weird. All right. 50 points if you could name what it was that they ate. I have no idea. Tubby Custard. You know, like, Teletubbies were like, way after me. I, I know. Oh, I forget you don't have I kids. I don't have children. I know, but I had to watch uh, all that. I have watched A Bug's I mean, Life. I'm aware of Teletubbies. Eight oh, times. Although Bugs I did, awesome. I made a Wiggles joke to Charday, and she didn't know what I was talking about. Wiggles? Wiggles. They just made a documentary about <laughs> them, and you know how tempted I am to watch that. <laughs> These guys are awful. It was bad. Anyway, uh, so oh, my, my thing is, this guy, I, I understand. Sure, okay, well, I think the difference would be if you're playing with a group of strangers, it might help you. Even if it, 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 it well, I mean, the the whole uninformed majority, da da da, political, whatever. I don't know. I'm not going to for yell me at you. to to me. This game is purely based on personality. No, it's not. It's yeah. statistical. It's well. See, I, I, I mean, I'm, you're probably right. I am right because if it's statistics, science, statistics science, don't lie. Science is, is with me. But when I play, and everybody I know plays, if you have, and this is the weird thing. So, like Gina, she'll say, if we're playing with, uh, let's just say we're playing with Jerry. Jerry's a big mouth. He's always talking, and he will get people swayed to voting for someone. Right. So that's dangerous. So. No, hold on, hold on. So it's just like Survivor, the CBS show. Correct. That's dangerous. But if you think they're mafia, then we have got to get them out right off the bat because 
they're dangerous. But you have no knowledge right. other than the fact that this person is the person for it's who they are. It's a pure guess. Yeah, but yeah. statistically, what are the chances in a 12-player game of me being a werewolf with two werewolves? I would assume, statistically, that people are going to go with a charismatic person. No, 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 no. Mm. Answer the question. What would you say? Statistically, two werewolves, 12 people, what are the chances of me being the werewolf? Two out of 12. You're wrong that many times, so it doesn't matter. So you statistically will vote out an extra person, person. person. So you're helping the mafia every step of the way. Yes, yes. And you're using a non. Uh, you're not. You're not using the survivor. The terrible, a terrible analogy because there are no hidden anything in in. in I know, but it's personality based, and I'm using that in the frame of almost everybody in Survivor. That comes out right away as a super strong, but you're leader not, type A personality. But that you're nobody using, likes. You're using them. it wrong. You're using. I know it wrong. that, but so, mafia does also have that aspect to it. No, it doesn't. You're, so what? Does. All you're saying is you're playing the game wrong. <laughs> so no, but I, it does. Yes, you are. You're supposed to vote out. Who you think is the mafia. Based on what? Nothing. Yes. You're based on the... So you're going to kick out the person, personality-wise, that presents a danger to you. And so now, we have come full circle. The informed minority will beat the uninformed majority. Okay. Thank you for coming full circle and and making the point. So now you understand. But the uninformed majority... In mafia may completely and accidentally vote out the ma- keyword possible. No, no. keyword accidentally. Accidentally. There you go. Oh, so the uninformed majority will always lose to the informed minority. And I want you. I, I see. This is a question I really don't want to ask you ask because it. I want to. I, I kind of want to hear. I just don't think that you'll be honest because you. I will you be honest. I, if, if he won't be, I. am be a lot. No. About to take my shirt. If he can't be honest, I'll be honest. I will tell you. If I you, can comprehend it, I will let him. I have played like five games with of Mafia with Jerry, <laughs> and in those five games, Jerry has been. Absolutely horrendous at guessing who the mafia is. Yes. But if I was to talk to you, okay, well, I'm glad you admitted that. Yes, I am. I'm very bad. Okay. So then I was going to say in the games of mafia that you have played, Uh is there any way possible, uh, unless you're just a, you know, CIA analyst on body language or something, right? To discern if someone is suspicious yes there is yeah and i have read books regarding some fbi interrogators which on how to read by language and the reason for that is because naturally being autistic social cues right by language i'm not picking up on it people and typical things one of my favorite please anybody who plays mafia send us an email boardgamesnobs at gmail.com if you try this out uh certain fbi interrogators will say that you Look for the action under the table. You notice in all movies when you're interrogating somebody, it's like us right now. We're looking across each other from the table. This one particular FBI agent said they always had a camera underneath the table to watch their feet. Mm -hmm. Because the way that they're moving their feet, moving around, indicated their uncomfortableness and how how, how uneasy they were with the questioning. And so typically if you see somebody, public speaker, standing straight up and down, Feet forward, 
this is a level of confidence. Same thing when somebody's talking to you at your workplace. You got a coworker, you stop and start talking to them. If they're facing their feet away from you, mm-hmm. they're not interested. They're trying to get away from you. Same thing is true if you're in a group. It's been many studies have shown that the person's feet, who they're talking to, if you have five people in a group, they're all in a semicircle, whose ever feet they're pointed to, that's the person for which they are most likely to either be interested in or mm-hmm. whatnot, fill in the blank. Same thing is true is that whenever you, and I, and I have personally seen this happen, people who are in a regular chair, they put their one leg up, they form a barrier, that person's trying to block you. That's a typical thing that you see in business if you're talking and negotiating with somebody. They want to put something between themselves or you. Particularly females will touch their necklace or things around their neck. You're protecting your neck. You're nervous. If you see anybody who's messing with a necklace or a guy that's touching their face. He's he's crossing his beard. Yes, exactly that. You're protecting. It's a primal instinct to protect your jugular, not the person who throws balls up in the air, but your most bloody point in your neck. So there are various things that you will see in a kind of like a tell in mafia or things of that nature. But unfortunately, mafia lacks the same thing that poker does, where people will hover over their cards or look at their cards or lean forward or back. The typical thing that when I play mafia and like you said, I'm horrible at it, I actually like and this is a weird confession to make. I like running mafia more than I do playing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love, love. Uh, Being the game master. Hong Kong, right. murder in Hong Kong, deception. I've, mm-hmm. We've played that multiple times here recently with a group of 12 people. Absolutely love that game. Me not playing it. I've, I mean, just being the person running. What it. makes a murder in Hong Kong superior to Mafia to you? Here's why. One, it is in Mafia. There is, if you're not familiar with deception, murder in Hong Kong, I think it's a Dice Tower Essential game. You basically have these cards that are laid out upon the table, and every player has a set of cards laid out in front of them that are various objects, and one person is the murderer, and that murderer will pick two cards in front of them that indicate basically the two pieces of evidence that will convict them of the murder. That murderer picks those two cards, everybody's eyes are closed so nobody knows, and then in the game where you have multiple players, the person who is in the know, the forensic analyst, knows what cards those are. And they are putting out, without saying anything, little markers, which are actually in the game bullets, which are kind of interesting little tokens, Mm -hmm. out onto these cards that are in front of everybody else to try to direct them to those cards in front of that player. With more players, the game's opened up where there's actually a witness that knows the cards as well and is trying to direct the group to guess that this person is the murderer. But if the murderer ever gets accused... At the end of the game, if the murderer can pick out who the witness is, that witness is killed and they get away with it. There, in other games, there can also be an accomplice who's also helping the murderer get away. That's why I like it. And the, re- the key reason why I like Hong Kong, Deception, Murder, can I, can, I, can I guess? More informed people. Exactly. It is the in- information that is used because starting off with a 12-player game like we just did at Enrique's house not a couple nights ago... You have the. I guess friend. my invitation got lost in the mail. We did. We didn't invite you for a reason. I I, I was going to say, like, don't have grab you. There you go. I grab. I try to grab you, but the mom's like, "Oh no, he, 
She's not going to drive all the way. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I, mean, well, I would have drove over there in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. I know. I would have but she, did, she never but actually, I'll, I'll so get you. But no, but no, yeah. the reason was that this this would have been an awful time for you. Oh. Uh, because it was a bunch of basics. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not, I'm not. not knocking your friends in oh, the game. Oh, no, no, no. I'm like, glad I, you have friends. And you, but your friends game, are basic. That last game, I, I was disappointed. Did y'all have fun? Oh, yes. Okay, well then I want to have fun too. But you wouldn't have had the time on the of last fun we game, had, they especially were, on the last. But game. the reason they had fun, you know, why they had fun? Because I was there running it, baby. Party games all night, and we started yeah, the off. Game master is very important. We did so. We started off, and I will recount for you the night okay, and explain ahead. why. Murder in Hong Kong Deception is a great game because one, you have a witness that knows, you have the analyst yes. that knows, you have the murderer that knows, you have the yeah. accomplice that knows. I, 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 that's why I, I like starting off with this because they were like mafia. The original mafia was just two mafia versus all the villagers. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. For me, I, I enjoy these other the detective. Yes. I played with Jack, my children, and several other people mafia here recently. And it was hilarious because Jack became the detective and just started popping people. He did exactly. He caused the amount of chaos that you would think my son would would. So in this, you have the card game version of Mafia. Yes. In the game of Mafia that we play, where we just scratch it down on a piece of paper, the detective simply points at a random person. Yes. And then the game master tells them. They nod yes, they are a mafia, or they nod no, no, they're not a mafia. The detective has two options. The detective can use utilizing the game master can be given information whether this person is a uh, mafia person or a innocent, or they can just kill somebody, which is an interesting other option. They can just yeah. say blow somebody away, and Jack without knowing who they are, and Jack randomly <laughs> shot a person, and it was wonderful. And it caused so much chaos. It warmed the cockles of my heart to see my son go just like that. Just at one person that he had nothing against. No evidence. Just we need we need somebody dead. I'm going to drop some bodies in the card game version of Mafia. Can the doctor heal themselves? Uh, the nurse can protect themselves. The per- they protect yourself. The nurse is the the individual that protects okay. themselves. Because I played one game, and that's what's interesting. Of course, this game has so many variations, and they're all very interesting. But in some variations, the doctor cannot protect themselves. Well, in other versions, they could just like keep pointing to themselves. Which we played a game the other day, which I could. I saved. I saved three people. Two others and myself in that game. I was like, bam, no, bam, no, no, no. It was freaking awesome. We still lost. That's okay. We still but lost. Deep, but deep down, you won. But deep down, I won. And I, I the game of Mafia, it, okay, we're going to get, I, I, go ahead. Let me recount the game night at Enrique's house that go you ahead. weren't present for because you weren't invited because there were a bunch of basic people there that I thought this night was going to be awful. I literally was panicked about this. I, I was kind of a little bit panicked. Was this not the funnest? How many? Ever? How many people played? Twelve people. Yeah, okay. twelve people. Yeah, so it was a small do you group. Know how small? Do you know how hard it is to find board games for twelve people? First game right off the bat. Yes. I, I I must make an adjustment. Two rooms in the boom. <laughs> I would have never thought this game would have gone over well. Oh, because it's Enrique's it- parents. Yeah, loved it. Mm. It knocked it out. People like we played several games of two room in the boom, two room in the boom. Mm. Loved it. I did surprisingly well. Enrique did surprisingly well. Not all about you, Enrique. I know. Deception Murder in Hong Kong was a knockout hit. <laughs> I, we played that probably the most out of everything. Yeah. And then we played another game that you poo hawed 
You yeah. poo-hawed this game. And I actually said, this game's no good. And Rick Gobby said, but we can try it. Wavelength. Uh, and, well, I told you the group I played with did not like it. Okay. So Wavelength, if you don't know, is this little I'm game. I'm very glad you enjoyed it. That is like, imagine a gas gauge, empty, full, and... You spin this wheel, and there's points in this little area of the pie. Well, like, first, you choose between two cards. And then you pick these cards, and this person that's in the know goes, I have to come up with these two completely opposite phrases. Like, for instance, one was, not a sandwich, sandwich. And then you want to put this card down, come up with a phrase or a word that's going to make your people dial in the knob do exactly where they'll get the most points. If you, as a test, were going to say, not a sandwich, sandwich, oh, and it was oh, leaning oh, oh, slightly towards oh, the sandwich oh, you side. You skipped a major point. What's the, which was? You spin the wheel at random. I said that already. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You spin the wheel. It's there. The, it's in the pie. Okay, it's, hold on. It, hold it's on, in the pie. Hold on. But nobody cares. No, 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 no. no, no. Hold the, hold get the point. Hold on. It's slightly over towards a sandwich. What would you say? Trust me, I've already said it. Okay. If it's slightly towards a sandwich. What is a f- thing that you would say? Hot dog. Yes. But if someone said peanut butter sandwich. Don't, don't. Oh. Now, I will admit, when I think of sandwiches. I mean, I don't, peanut butter sandwich is like uh, hardcore all the way. No, it's not. Gobby. No, it's not. It's not a hardcore sandwich. And people who think that peanut butter sandwich is a hardcore sandwich are <laughs> juvenile imbeciles. I mean, PB&J is like a classic no, sandwich. It's not. No, it's Y'all are insane. A Subway sandwich insane. with meat <clears throat> is a... I'm sorry. I grew up with people eating PB&Js. It doesn't matter. You fancy Subway people no, with all your big coins. and of a scale of one to ten. Rate a PB and J. I hate that term. I hate acronyms. One to ten. Ten being the most sandwich. I mean, if you were talking about sandwich sandwiches, things, yes. I mean, it's an eight. I'm leaving. Get get out. I'm <laughs> All right. But see, this is why this game is fun, and I enjoy this game. The people I played with didn't get it. I okay. This game they didn't get went it. over like gang because busters. when you spill when you spin the random wheel and it lands in a random spot, let's just say between 1 and 100. Mm-hmm. So you have to let's say it lands at 88, you have to describe something sandwich-wise that is an 88. Right. So you might say pastrami on rye. So can but I, you can't say, you're limited on what you can say, right? You are. You just can say like a phrase or a word. There are certain things. There are but, certain limitations. And you're thing, trying to get the people to get where you are between one and a hundred. But I will warn and people. I like that. I will warn people. The thing that made this game so fun for me, as you know, I love trash talking. Mm-hmm. And when somebody says something that I feel is stupid, I love to like degrade the, them. I do. I do. <laughs> so we had. Oh, I'm familiar. Okay. So we had on a scale of one to a hundred. We'll use your term. Give me an example. This was around forty percent. Give me an example. It's forty percent. I wish you hadn't have told me. Okay. And this. Well, I'm, I, well, you come up with the phrase. It's forty percent, and the forty percent. The the okay. it was. Useful. That's a tough spot. Too. Useful to gr- degree, like a useful college degree. So oh it's it's, it's below the fifty percent mark. So it's not 
terribly useless. Drafting. So the individual who I will not name because you know them, but they don't, nobody knows them, said art, an art degree. That's like 10%. Okay. And I'm going, oh, an art degree is useless. Yes, absolutely useless. Okay. I would be with you on this one. So I digress. I realize as I'm telling this story. This is a great game. As I told it. I'm enjoying playing it. Okay. As I said this, I realized I told it wrong. Verbally. It wasn't 40%. It was 60%. He thought that an art degree was actually aired on the useful side. No, no, no. 60% accounting. Oh, no, no. A CPA? I know. I'm just saying. I mean, that would be the low end. But accounting. What's 100%? Business. Doctor or something like sure. that. Sure. There you go. Something super broad and generic that everybody uses. Yes. That's that's typical. But when you're in that minutia, that's what gets you. But see, I, I man, you talk about this game that makes me want to play because it's like this game called Wavelength. You could spin the wheel and it's between zero and 100%. It's a very gimmicky game. And the, okay. And the two things are hot and cold. Very, yeah. And, so, but, but when it lands, and if the wheel, here, but this is what, and this is what makes it difficult though. When it lands at 50%, yes, it's, it's super difficult. Weird. It's so weird because you're sitting there thinking of because you think of the sun. Okay, the sun is super hot, walking on the sun, billion degrees by Wolfgang Wash, or you could say the Arctic for cold. But what's in between that? Taylor Swift, know, Hawaii. <laughs> Exactly. I don't know. It's a good game. Anyways, I and you know what? I'll be darned. I'm going to play that game again. But you told me this game sucked. That's, no, I did yes, not. Did. I told you the people I played you, it with. No, no, it did no, not go over standing, well. You're standing right where I pointed, and when you handed me this game, you did <clears> not say that. You said this game, and I quote, sucked. I did not say that yes, game you sucked. Did. Yes, no, you did. I have never said that yes, game sucked. Either I would way, say it did not go over well. Either way, you do nuance. Um. The next game. The nuance of the words I used. The next game we played was another game that I had not heard of that I looked But that does go to show you it is just purely group based, like every social guy. No, it's if Jerry's there. If Jerry's there, the party's on. No. We played a game that was panned by critics. As one of the worst games during the year of it was oh my released. God. If you tell me like the this? our favorite one of our favorites, the shooting game, Dead Last, Dead Last, absolutely oh. rocks it. Oh my God, I, it rocks it at every time every we play time. it. And what makes me mad Nobody. is I remember watching the end of the year review. I think it might have been on the Dice Tower of all these various reviewers, and they asked them what their most disappointing game was, and everybody kept saying Dead Last, Dead Last, and you went out because you're a wild man. And you bought Dead Last, and we played it, and it was incredibly I've, fun. I, you know, it's been years since I played it, but... But do you know what you need to make Dead Last fun? What? Jerry. Because you have to just... Dead Last is a game where you... 12 people sit around a table. You <laughs> it's ha- literally Mafia in 30 seconds. It's it's oh. it's Wizard for Our Dogs. Pick everybody, somebody. Everybody hands out their color. You're Mr. Blue, Mr. Black, Mr. Pink. Everybody has a hands of cards, and you just sit at a table and try to indicate to other people to vote to kill this person off. And if this person thinks, here's the here's the rule in in Dead Last. It's wonderful. (laughs) This is what killed me. Here's what kills me. (laughs) They're after me, man. No, there's two rules in Dead Last. That's wonderful. Everybody at the table has to lay down a card, and then when the timer's up, everybody flips their card over. Whoever was voted majority, that person's dead. Whoever. 
else didn't vote for that person, right. didn't vote with majority, is also dead. That's a great rule. It, it just wipes people out like, real fast. Like 12 people, 8 people are dead. Right. But the great thing that happens, and it happened twice in our game, <laughs> is when somebody like Enrique <laughs> can pick up on things. Ambush. And, and lays that ambush card down and everybody who voted so for you So when you're pretty dead. sure you know everyone is voting <laughs> for you, you can play the ambush card and it reverses it. And all those that voted for you are out. But also. That if, is amazing. If you're like in Gobby and who's paranoid and plays ambush every if single I, time, you just die. You're done. Which uh, is great. So Dead Last was an absolute hit as always i don't know who the naysayers are i don't understand like to me like i'm saying but dead, dead last, to me dead last is the streamlined version of mafia and all these games it is like whisper to the person to your left whisper to the person to your right try to get them to whisper to somebody and we're voting out their color base so it's like we're voting out brown this round brown Boom. this round <laughs> i mean it is I have not played this game in a long time. Did you buy Taco Cat goat cheese pizza? I did. Oh, my God. Okay. So the last game of the night, I pull this card game out called Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. You didn't tell me you played that. I didn't tell you anything about that night. (laughs) You're literally learning about it live. Sad. I took out Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. I'm half of the team. Where was I? Like, like you're I said, a third. your mom, you're third, mother. you're third. So I'm to blame your mother. You're yes. Janine is to yes. blame G- for my absence. Listen, yes. listen, G9 doesn't like you. Uh, does she? Why does she not like me? Because what did I do? You're bald. You're bald. Uh, my every, family and her family go way back. The Moragas and Zamoras go way back. They sound like a, I know. like a, even I, with Hector. I, I, I know like, Hector. I know. Listen. Like I, I, I told knew Hector her. before I told her. you knew Hector. Listen, you need to calm down. You I know your feelings are hurt. But literally <laughs> I hurt. But really it was hurt. a bunch of millennials. It was a bunch of like teenagers that I was playing. I work game. well with teenagers. No, you don't. Don't say I'm that. I'm super hip. You're not. You don't even you, I'm on fleek. You need a hip replacement. <laughs> um You know the game I'm looking forward to them making the next Volomino that is, you know, like a card-based game we've all played that they turn into an actual, like, card-based game. Poker. is a board game. No. Spoons. Well, they did. What is that? Spoons? Spoons is every single slapjack game ever. No, no, no. no. You're slapping for something. No, you're not slapping. Spoons, you pass the cards around until you get a set of this amount of cards. As soon as you grab that, you grab the something in front of you. Slapping and grabbing, that's the same. I I get what you're saying, but they're going to make a spoons game in which you get this object in front of you because they're doing this with all these old school 52 card based games. Yeah, but but the slap and the spoon. Okay. Slap and a grab. I I, I get what you're saying. It's the same thing. It's the same. It's the same thing. It's, but it's but they're di- going to I, mark my words. I'm sure they will. There's going to be a game, but it's going to be stupid. Spoons. It's going to probably be stupid. That's not. Every slap it's not. Game. I'm playing this card out here, and it's a jack. Uh-huh. And I said jack. Uh-huh. It's going to be. We've all we've done the uh, trading of hands around. Right. What's that called? Drafting. Drafting. We've all drafted. I have drafted. The set of what is required to grab the object in front of me. You don't draft. You draw, by the way, in spoons. You pass them around. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. I don't remember. My, I have I've played. I have been in tournaments no, with spoons. We have. You draft spoons. No, you don't. You look at your hand and pass them. No, you don't. I, I've, yes, I, you do. I've never, I've never done I, that. I've I always vaguely drawn. remember this. 
You've always drawn blindly. No. So wait a minute. In your like, wait a minute. So in your in our games of spoons, you're handing choose what you're going to keep, and you pass the rest to your left. Okay. And they circle back around, and you're hoping to get the set of whatever you're looking for. Okay. So when you get four, what do you do? Grab the spoon. Okay. So the purpose of spoons is that it is happening so rapidly that you're drawing off a deck. That when you get four. No, are you thinking of nerds? No, I am thinking of. Sp- I have been in spoons tournaments. I can assure okay, you. Okay, Mister Smarty Pants. No, I I'm know just what saying, you're saying. I'm saying you're drawing every them off game the of deck. spoons I've set, played. You're drafting. You're drafting. What kind of weird Arkansas game of spoons have you been playing? I don't know what kind of weird games you've tournamented in. You're, I don't you're know. Drawing the, you're dr- quickly drawing off the deck. So you don't pass to anyone. No. You get to you reach whatever defined thing no. that you're going to, whatever no. it's three of a kind, four of a kind. The spins I've played, you always draft. Okay. Which so when you get four, you just grab for a spoon, right? Yeah, because usually you're playing with like three or four different decks. Okay. You're playing with a combined set of decks of cards. Correct. In this game, if you get four, you get the spoon, and if you can do so covertly, right. you do so. But usually, as soon as you grab for one, someone will notice, and then it's the wild grab, and people get cut and torn no. because they're grabbing for spoons at the same time. You've played with amateurs, sir. I don't know what you're playing. You, you've Because every with game of spoons I've ever played is what I'm and describing. You have played with and it's a bloodbath. And you have played with amateurs. Of course. You are superior in every way and everything you do. You know what? That's going to do it for this podcast. No, no because I no, have. No, we're at 48 minutes in. We're going to do another episode next week. Okay. What? Next week. Join us next week. Two weeks after the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode of Mafia Talk and Card Game Talk. Everyone picks up their cards and looks at them. The dealer picks one card from her pile to her right, quickly adds it to her hand, and then discards one to the left. Where does that so pile you're, to you're, the right you're, come you're from? Sa- you're, so you're from your neighbor. I know, but you said drafting. That's what threw me off. You don't draft. You're, 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 you, you, the pile is from your neighbor no, 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 to the I know, right. I know, but that's not drafting. I'm sorry, you confused me by what you said. So I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna correct this. That's not drafting. Drafting is when you select a card from a group of cards that's been handed to you. Yeah, you keep one. Yeah, that's not how. And sp- pass the rest that's along. Not, you've never played spoons like that. When somebody takes one off the top, they look at it and discard one out of their hand next to you. You pick it up. That's not drafting. <laughs> You used I'm wrong... picking up what Enrique just put down. Yes, yeah, it's not drafting. Like, it's like dra- that's just adding, and then you're taking another card out of your hand and laying it down. That's not drafting. Drafting gives you a choice. You have no choice in spoons. Because I, I'm giving you okay, the card. okay. okay. Yeah. I know what you're saying now, and okay. I, I, what you're saying makes sense. Okay, I'm just okay. making sure you, you said because that's. I, I'm no, not what you're, picking. No, you're, you said you're, drafting. You passed along a singular card. Correct. Okay. okay. All right. That's you're, what I was supposed to throw me off. But the the mechanics of the movements are similar. No, they're not similar. No, uh, they're not in any way. I'm taking a card from the right. If it goes into my hand or not, I'm placing a card to my left. That's not. It drafting. goes in a circle. That's not drafting. All right. Well, I'm just saying. God, I, 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 I gave you an out. Nitpick. I gave you an out. I no, gave, no, and I tried to agree with you. You, you did. But you the said mechanics I was right. are I'm, the. 
I, oh I, I agree God. with you. I agree with you, but it's just not drafting. Oh, I think words matter, okay. and they have meaning for a reason. You and just, you can't just blubber you, out things. You are just. We're about so... to pull the butt if you ever got to be out. <laughs> <In> Pacific. <laughs> I just said Pacific. Pacific Rim. <laughs> Did you watch the second Pacific one? Did you watch the second one? It was terrible. Was it? Yeah. Boyega was terrible in it, or was it the Are show? Are we doing another hey. show? No. I gotta go home. Yeah. Okay. I have a family. I'm right. like, and I got working a little bit. You're not working, working anything. What are you doing? What are you working? I'm Pizza Hut. You're going to no, pe- you got to clean no, Pizza Hut. I got the bank. All right. He's got a bank job. I'm Gummy. Jerry. Thank you for tolerating this episode of the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Mm-hmm.